Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to today's program. This is Calvary Live coming to you from Grace FM in Colorado, in Aurora, Colorado, to be exact. Uh, Grace FM is a ministry outreach of Calvary Chapel in Aurora, and we are glad that you've chosen to join us this afternoon. Also, we want to welcome everyone on Hope FM and Truth FM and other stations that have picked up our program. You can call us live right now. If you listen on Grace FM, it airs live. On the other stations, it airs with a one-week delay. However, even with the one-week delay, if you call right now, you will get on. You will talk to a live host and we'll answer your question in real time. So call me, 303-690-3000. Earlier in the show is is when the the lines are open, so they fill up and kind of stay full toward the end of the show, you know, as the show gets going. So I see there's two lines open right now, um, but there's also flashing lights. So call me, 303-690-3000. If you want to text and you're in a safe place, text us, we have a dedicated texting line that only works during the show, 720-336-0897, 720-336-0897. That's for texting only, taking your calls and your questions. My name is Ed Taylor. I'm the pastor at Calvary in Aurora and have been for the last 18 plus years. I'm also the host of Abounding Grace Radio, of our Bible teaching ministry outreach of our church. We, we put it on the radio. We have it uh, podcasting. We have it available on oneplace.com, oneplace.com. If you go uh, there and put in Ed Taylor in the search bar, abounding or abounding grace, either one, uh, that will bring us uh, to the forefront there, and you can podcast, listen to today's broadcast, and uh, the best place to get anything related to the ministry here is to go and download our app, and our app is... In any app store, just search Calvary Aurora, Calvary Aurora, C-A-L-V-A-R-Y, Calvary Aurora dot org. Uh, You don't do dot org in the app store. Just put in Calvary space Aurora and our two apps will come up, Grace FM and the church app. 303-690-3000 is the number, 303-690-3000 taking your calls, taking your questions, remaining open to the leading of the Holy Spirit, opening the Bible together. Uh, maybe God gave you, you know, maybe it was something your pastor taught this last Sunday. Uh, for us, we had a special guest this last weekend. Joel Rosenberg was here. Joel is a friend of my family, a friend of mine and my family, friend of the ministry here, and a prolific author, and just a, just a really good man. And uh, we are also uh, very good friends with his parents who attend Calvary South Denver with Gino Dracy. They have a ministry called, literally, Ministry Architecture. 
And Lynn and Mary Jo, they travel around the world providing free architecture services to third world ministries uh, that like schools, churches, uh, and he provides all of his services for free. It's his ministry. God uses them in incredible ways. And Lynn and Mary Jo are wonderful people. We love them very, very much. And their son, Joel, uh, was with us just this last weekend. It's a Bible study you definitely want to download, so go to calvaryaurora.org or get our app and um, download it. It will bless you. It will encourage you. uh, It will strengthen you. uh, It will... um, all of the above. So he taught on what is God's plan for Russia in the last days. And it ties together with a novel he just wrote called The Kremlin Conspiracy. He is a prolific author, and he weaves together the gospel message in his, in his novels. And people all around the world, I found out, I was a little stunned myself. I don't know why, but um, he has five million copies of his novels in print. They printed five million of them. And one of them actually got into the hand of the, of the king of Jordan. And in one of his, the novel that got into the hand of the king of Jordan was the novel in which the king of Jordan was taken out uh, and his palace destroyed. And, and he was invited he doesn't give the whole story. Uh, he gave only a little bit, but he shared with me some of the story uh, that at, at lunch that uh, he was invited and spent five days with the King of Jordan. Imagine that. Imagine that. That's crazy. And he was able to love on in Jesus' name, the King of Jordan. But why? Because of his novel. Unbelievable. Open doors that the Lord gives. And of course, he has a ministry known as the Joshua Fund, uh, and we are connected with them in many ways of our mission uh, and our our mis- our uh, ministry in Israel, we have a, we have uh, we have a couple on the ground in Israel serving Jesus. Amazing, amazing. All right, let's get to the phone lines. We're going to pick up on line number one, and line number one's coming to us from New Jersey. Uh, Carlos, welcome to the program. Oh, how you doing? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's up? Yes, I have a question on reincarnation. Okay, but I'm, I'm yes, I'm going to rephrase it now. Um, who was John the, ba- the Baptist? Who was John the Baptist? Yes. And what what would you like to know? He uh, not because um, well, not so long ago I was reading the Bible and there is a passage when um, one of the disciples I don't remember who asked um, Jesus about Elijah, and he and Jesus said, "Well, he already came." He was talking about um, John the Baptist. Yes. And I don't I don't really. I don't really get it. Like, okay. um, I get it. I understand your question now. Um, John the Baptist and Elijah are two different people. And John the Baptist was a messenger. He was a, he was, you could say he was the last Old Testament prophet that comes on the scene uh, related to Jesus through their mothers. Uh, he was the forerunner that was predicted in the scriptures of uh, the, the forerunner of Messiah, and he does declare and announce Messiah. And and when Jesus refers to the coming of Elijah and he says, if you accept it, it's John the Baptist, he's speaking in metaphorical language. He's not saying that Elijah is 
uh, has been reincarnated. He's speaking that there, you know, there is a messenger that's already come. If you'll accept it, accept his message, I am the Messiah. That's really what he was saying. All right. All right. So th- let's talk a little bit about reincarnation, though, because that's a good, that's, I really like how you pinned it down on reincarnation with an example, because those are the, those are the easiest, I mean, they're not always easy, but it's always easier to answer a question that's pinned on a verse. And so I appreciate that. When it comes to yeah. reincarnation, reincarnation is not a, a biblical teaching. Um, the Bible says that it is appointed once for a man to die, and then the judgment. The Bible never mentions people getting a second chance. Uh, remember, there was even the thief on the cross next to Jesus. And what did Jesus tell him? Today you will be with me in paradise. He didn't say that he was going to get another chance to come back as, as a goat or as a fly or get another chance to make things right. He was going to be in paradise. Why? Because he was going to die. And it's a point it wants for a man to die. Um, you know, the passage you're referring to is Matthew chapter 17, but it's not saying that John the Baptist was Elijah reincarnated, um, but ra- rather he was fulfilling the prophecy. He was being, you know, if you can accept John the Baptist, he's the forerunner, um, that if you believed him, then you would believe Jesus as Messiah. All right, that makes a lot of sense. That's a great question. Keep them coming. Thanks for calling from New Jersey. Shalom. I'm going to be in New Jersey, actually. I, I just scheduled... Uh, do you know where uh, Calvary Cornerstone is? Uh, no, not really. I don't either. Let me check what city it is. <laughs> you know, there's another radio station up there. This You're listening on Hope FM, but there's another radio station in Old Bridge called The Bridge. Have you heard of that? Yes, I have. So I, our, our teaching... I'm going to be out there for, for that big event they call Bridge Fest. And... Okay. And they're, they're having bands and coming out, so I'm going to be there. And then I'm going to be teaching. It's in Howell, New Jersey. Calvary Cornerstone is in Howell, Howell, New Jersey. All right. But anyway, I'll be out there in a couple months. All right. Have a good one. God bless you, bro. Shalom. Bye-bye. Shalom. 303-690-3000 is the number. Let's go on to Matt has a testimony. Matt, calling from Lakewood, Colorado. Welcome to the program. You're on the air, Matt. Well, I think we it's lost. Jim. There you are. Jim. Oh, I'm sorry. We got the numbers mixed up. Okay, Jim. Den- Jim's from Denver. Uh, go ahead and share your question. We'll just take you, and we'll get Matt next. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I was having a Bible study uh, at work the other day, and it was the story of the talents we were, we were uh, discussing. And we were trying to uh, figure out how that related to maybe our uh, the gifts that God has given us. Okay. And maybe like the we oh, man, your cell phone's breaking up, Jim. Oh, is it? Yeah, let's try again. All right. Uh, no. Can you hear me now? Yeah, but every time you start talking, you start like it, it gets all garbled. Let's try one more time. Okay. Well, my question mainly was about the last, uh, the wicked and lazy servant that only had one talent, and he hit that, and then uh, when the master came back, uh, he was thrown into... Yeah, it says in verse 30. So, um, yeah, you broke up in the last part. It says in verse 30 that he cast the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. There'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth. 
And then your question at the end was? How that relates to maybe our spiritual gifts, gifts that we're given that we squander. Well, certainly the, the parable of the talents is a parable of, of faithfulness. Uh, you know, it talks about in verse 14 that Jesus is describing the kingdom of heaven and comparing it to this man who's traveling and calls his own servants together and delivers his goods to them. You know, now they have a responsibility over what he owns. One got five, uh, one received, um, let's see, one received five. Uh, he traded with them, made another five. Uh, let me scroll down here. And and he gets the well-done, faithful servant. One receives two, he gained two more. Well done, good and faithful servant. But the one that received one talent, miss. and here's the whole key, by the way, the whole key to misusing what God has entrusted to us is misunderstanding our master, right? Because he says, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where, so he saw that he re- reaping where he didn't sow, and he gathered where he hadn't scattered seed, but he, con- he, had the, he had the right observations, but the wrong conclusion. You're a hard man. And he responded to that by, by saying, I hid what you gave me. I didn't use it. And I'm just going to give it back to you. I wasn't faithful. And, and certainly there is, there is a consequence to being unfaithful. Um, there's a consequence because what the consequence that we face as believers is not that we're going to be thrown into hell uh, because Jesus paid the price for our sins. But the consequence that we have is what little we have is going to be taken away from us. You know, the reward for faithfulness is always more, and the reward for unfaithfulness is what little you have is taken from you and given to who? The faithful one. And so I would agree with you that there is an application to this parable in in how you live your life with what's been entrusted to you, and that would include your spiritual gifts for sure, that... Yeah, we want to be faithful to what we've been given. We want to be we don't want to misunderstand God. We don't want to miscategorize him or come to wrong conclusions. Um, he is faithful and loving and caring. We want to we want to respond to God in his character and his nature. Uh, and and so in in light of that, I do think that there is some correlation. Yes. What what do you think it meant by um, he gathered where he hadn't sown? I think he was just a shrewd businessman. You know, it's like uh, it's like some some guys they just they just are so good with money. Uh, they they can make money in places where they didn't even have to do anything. Um, I'm trying to think of an example, maybe a a person. I was looking, I, I was thinking of uh, um, uh, of Bill Gates recently, and and he's given more money away than some of the most most of billionaires that have ever lived their life. He's given more away and still has more. And he, he, he's not working anymore. Uh, he, he doesn't work for that anymore. He just sits around giving money away uh, and reading books. That was actually the article uh, that, that he's a prolific reader. And so I am too. So I wanted to, I wanted to find out what he was reading so I could get a, an understanding of how the world operates, you know? So I, I just kind of see that as a phrase of sowing, you know, this particular master is sowing where he hasn't scattered seed. Like, like he's so effective He's, he's so effective that, excuse me, gathering where he hasn't sown, reaping where he hasn't sown, he's so effective that he has other people sowing for him. He's not even the one sowing. Uh, and doesn't that sound like the kingdom of God, where 
God has enlisted us, and and he's using us to sow the seeds and reaping where he literally hasn't sown. He's sown into us, and we sow for him. That's okay, kind of what that's, I see. That's, uh, that's where I was getting at, so I appreciate that. No, yeah. that's a great question. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Ed. Okay, God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 303-690-3000 is the number, taking your calls and your questions. Um, just growing in the grace of God together. So encouraged. Uh, just knowing what God wants to accomplish in our lives and, and how he wants to use us. Uh, you know, we were just talking, I was just talking to someone right before I came into the radio uh, today. Just, man, we do not deserve all that God has done in our lives. We are so, what a blessing to, to experience the love and the mercy and the grace of God. Just, just so wonderful, so beautiful. He's so faithful to us. 303-690-3000 is the number. I am so sorry, Matt. We're going to get to you now. The numbers were a little out of order because he answered your call first. Matt from Lakewood. <laughs> Not a problem. Welcome to Thank the program. Thank you so much, Pastor Ed. You're welcome. Uh, so I had called in about a month, maybe two months ago, to speak to you and just give my testimony about how I was intending to remain positive, even though I had lost my job. I don't know if you remember that. I do. Your voice sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I, as I said, I've, I've remained faithful. Um, I've continued to just read the Word and really try to study and, and uh, you know, work through some of the troubles I've had. Um, one of the ones was I lost my job. Another thing that ever since I've uh, kind of gotten much closer to God was uh, I was addicted to marijuana, and um, by the grace of God, I'm actually about you know three weeks to a month clean at this point. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's awesome. And there's one verse that really helped me with it, and I just wanted to share that. Okay. When I call into the radio, my intention is just to hopefully um, help some other people. And you know, obviously, God can can only be the one who can really help people through. But maybe a verse. Uh, that helped me will help someone else. So okay. it's James um, 1, uh, verses 12 through just about 15, just a short verse here. It said, God blesses those who patiently endure testing mm -hmm. and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. And remember, when you are being tempted, do not say, God is tempting me. God is never tempted to do wrong, and he never tempts anyone else. Temptation comes from our own desires, which entice us and drag us away. There, desires give birth to sinful actions, and when sin is all, uh, allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. And that is just something that helped me so much uh, as I tried to quit marijuana. You know, I'd smoked for 10 to 13 years, mm. and just one day, he took it from me. It wasn't even uh, a really conscious effort to quit. It just came into my heart that I didn't need that idol anymore, and uh, that was one of the verses that really um, helped me through that. So I just wanted to share that testimony and encourage anybody else um, who has addictions or are struggling with certain things, just uh, trust in the Lord yes. and, and know that He is there and, and, that, and that type of thing. That's a great testimony. Thanks, bro. Absolutely. Thank you. God bless. All right. Bye-bye. Yeah, you're listening to Calvary Live. You are listening live. So glad to be with you this afternoon. My name is Ed. I'm the pastor here at Calvary Aurora. And uh, we're in Aurora, Colorado, on the east side of Denver. I've been here 18 plus years. What an honor. What an honor. Isn't God so good to us? He's so faithful. The Bible even says if even when we are faithless, he remains faithful. Unbelievable. We're so glad that he is on our side. 
Zinnia from Denver, Colorado. Zinnia, welcome to the program. Hi, Pastor. Hi. What's up? Uh, I just have a question regarding cremation. Okay. Um, I've researched it a little bit, and, and I get both sides. I get some answers that, yes, it's okay, and others that, no, it's not okay. Okay. I was just wondering what you think. I believe that cremation is is completely okay with God. Okay. I believe that what cremation does in just a few hours, the natural processes of 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 nature, you know, returning to dust, like the Bible says, uh, yes. what, what it takes the natural processes of the environment to do in in a in you know twelve hour in twelve years, uh, cremation does in just a few hours. And in the resurrection, the big question is, what's going to happen with the body uh, in the resurrection? You know, we've got literally millions of people that will be, their bodies will be resurrected that have already decomposed. Uh, and God is able, just like he's able to create a body out of the dust in, in Adam and Eve, he's able to recreate bodies in the resurrection. And it's not going to stop God from doing that at all. Now, one of the big arguments against cremation is that the pagans used to burn their bodies uh, and that the Jews generally buried their bodies, and they still do to this day, but we're not burning our bodies as a pagan ritual. Uh, we're simply processing the bodies in a way that is more economical uh, and, and, and a decision that can be made before the Lord. Okay, this helps quite a bit. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Pastor. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 303-690-3000. Let's jump on to Corey is calling. Corey's in Thornton. Corey, welcome to the program. How you doing, Corey? Thornton, Colorado. My good friend, pastor's up in Thornton, and he is on Grace FM. Just so grateful to have him up there. Legacy Christian Fellowship. Uh, and his name is Mr. Pastor John Nunnally. So if you guys are in Thornton, please, please, please go to Legacy Christian Fellowship, Pastor John Nunnally. You can go to our website, gracefm.com, and there's information there. You can find a list of recommended churches in the metro area, churches that we support and are in fellowship with, which is very important. I wouldn't send you to somewhere that I don't trust the pastor. I just won't do it. That would not be something, a conviction that I uh, will back down from. And so I would encourage you, if you're in Thornton, John Nunnally, Legacy Christian Fellowship. And then if you're on the other side of Thornton, you know, on the west side, then Calvary Westminster is the church I'd recommend. Calvary Westminster. Uh, and my brother there, Jeff Kramer, uh, pastors and... Uh, what an honor, what a blessing to be used of the Lord. 303-690-3000 is the number. Wait a minute, somebody just, I am indoors, but somebody just said it is snowing sideways. Now, didn't we just have snow? Aren't we done with snow? I'm pretty sure we're done with snow. Uh, it's Bible study time. It should snow after Bible study. <laughs> 303-690-3000 is the number. Uh, we're going to go to Bianca. Bianca, welcome to the program. Hi, Pastor. And I have a word for someone. I don't know who it's for, but 
you've been complaining all of your life mm. about why is this happening to me and why this and why that and if that's you i just want to encourage you to think of all the way the all the ways the lord has blessed you because i know i've been in that complaining state and it really does no good and that just shows an ungrateful heart mm. so so with that you listening out there just thank the lord for everything he has given you and just thank him that your life isn't worse than it than it already is because i know it could be worse but it isn't because the lord loves you. Wow, that's a heavy one. Wow. You have to have some courage to share that one, don't you? Yeah, but I really believe it was from the Lord. Yeah, I, 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 my spirit bears witness with your spirit. I believe it's from the Lord. So if that's you, I hope to hear from you, and I don't have to hear from you with if we won't, but it's, but just receive it from the Lord. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you, Bye. Bianca. Hey, I want to take a moment before we go to the break to ask you to pray. Um, there's actually a couple. I'll do one this half, and I'll do the other one the second half. But the city of Aurora, uh, Mayor Hogan, has recently uh, announced that he's not going to be running for re-election in our city. Uh, and the reason being is that he's been diagnosed with cancer. And I know he's taken some time off to, um, to assess treatment. And I just have to say I've appreciated his heart for our city. I appreciate his service during the Aurora Theater shooting and the leadership that he's provided. Uh, we have many people in our church that work for the city of Aurora and know him personally. I don't know him personally, although I have shaken his hand one time. Uh, I never had the privilege of meeting him personally uh, in a way where I could get to know him, but I do know people that do know him. And uh, Mayor Hogan, or those of you that work for Mayor Hogan, I just want to publicly express my appreciation for you uh, and my and pray for you uh, because uh, the the battle uh, that you are facing is is a hard one. But we also have a God that that loves you and is ready to heal, and He does heal. And so, God, I pray for our mayor of Aurora here and, and just the news that he received, the diagnosis that he's dealing with, that we just pray for healing. Um, we pray, God, that you would touch his body, that you would be with his family with this scary diagnosis. And, and we want to publicly, God, thank uh, you for allowing Mayor Hogan to oversee our city and, and, and just the service that he has provided. Uh, and we, we won't stop praying, but today we want to pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, we're coming up on the break here. The first break of, the first and the only break of the show, 303-690-3000. Let's see, let's see, I haven't checked the texting questions recently. Let's see what we have here. Uh, let's see. Uh, you know what I do this? 
Uh, I know it's a hotly debated topic, but maybe you can give your ideas on whether a believer should drink alcohol. Well, that's an easy one for me. I, I, I came from that background. I almost I ruined my life and threw too many years away. I don't believe a believer it's wise to drink alcohol, uh, and I would always counsel against it. The Bible doesn't say drinking alcohol in and of itself is a sin. Um, drunkenness is a sin, and the, the only way to get drunk is to take the first drink. So you'll never get drunk. You'll never sin if you don't take the first drink. I do understand that people can take a drink without getting drunk. I, I recognize that. I acknowledge that. Uh, I just know as a witness to others and in the, hot, in the society that we're in, I, I, I say don't do it. It's not worth it. There are so many other things that you could drink. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome to today's edition of Calvary Live. It's actually the second half of today's show. My name is Ed Taylor. I'm the pastor at Calvary in Aurora, Colorado. Welcome everyone on Hope FM. Welcome to everyone on Truth FM. And of course, here in our hometown, listening live is Grace FM from Cheyenne, Wyoming to south of Colorado Springs. Up here in the metro, it's 89.7 down south, 101.7. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Glad you're here. Let me take a quick text question. Uh, Lord spoken to me in my life, told me not to go back to university, gave me a scripture, and through a message, God has been growing and trusting me. But the question is, should I finish out the semester? Yes. My suggestion is you finish out the semester. Let your yes be yes and your no, no, and just finish. Uh, just finish while you're praying about what that step looks like. And while he hasn't told you to go back, he also hasn't told you to leave. So be faithful with what you have and uh, stay, finish, and then, and then pray for the next step. 303-690-3000. I hope you were listening uh, I'll write you a little answer via text, but that was a texting question. 303-690-3000 is the number. Let's see where we are. Bianca, Pamela is calling. So let's go to Pamela, Baltimore, Maryland. Pamela, welcome to the program. Thank you. Yes. And I'd like to say I hope all of you have a blessed day. Wonderful. And I, I have a question. Okay. Um, reading in my Bible... I came along a phrase that said, you're not to call anyone here on earth father. Correct. Okay. I don't understand. I was reared Catholic, but I was reborn, my husband and I, Southern Baptist. Yes. Um, I don't know how the priests can, if they've read their Bibles, be called father. I, I just, I'm confused. It's a great question, and I'm, I don't know how uh, they can either. The Bible couldn't be clearer. Yeah, and I can't remember where I read it. You know, it, I read it, but I'm not... Well, it didn't stick out like Matthew 2, 22 or whatever. Yeah, it's Matthew 23, 9. Oh, it is? Yes. Matthew 23, 9. Wonderful. You do know your Bible. I and looked my it up. My husband and I were recently blessed with 
uh, we were able to afford to get cricket phones. Okay. And um, and we have the King James version on audio. Oh, good. So at night we lay, we were reading together in the Bible, uh, but it's a lot easier for um, me and I believe for him to understand it because it's audio, like what yes. you're doing here. I listen to the lectures and oh, good. You know, great ideas from here. Um, so, and the music and uh, did I hear you say you got cricket phones like a tele like a phone? Right, and there are different um, things on there you yes. can put. So we downloaded the King James version audio. Okay, so so, so let me lay in bed to go to sleep. We'll listen to it. Of course, started with Genesis. Yes, and uh, we're working on that. I think we're in seventeen. Do you have something to write down? Pardon? Do you have something to write this down? When I'm, when yeah. I'm up? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to give you two other things to look for to download. Okay. Uh, one of them is a Bible application. It's called YouVersion. Y-O-U. Y-O-U. V as in Victor. E-R. S-I-O-N. E-R. I'm sorry, E-R. S-I-O-N. YouVersion. Okay. And that's a free Bible app that has all kinds of translations, and many of them can read to you. Like sometimes in the, in the old King James, they use big words, um, and you can still listen to that, of course, but in, on version, you can download Bibles and, and you can listen to like the New Living Translation or right. an, an easier That's translation. My Bible is, okay, is good. The, you know, new translation instead of the... Yes, the, so that's a free I app. Had, That's completely free. And my free. told me to begin with... Uh, start reading Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, which I've done. Oh, good. And, uh, yes, and um, but my husband wanted to start with, um, we were in Psalms for quite a while, but then we decided together we wanted to start with Genesis. Yes. So this is, it's like he reads it so well that we both comprehend it much better. Oh, and that's we great. love that app. Well, and great. I'm sure we probably will this one also, but I, I still don't know the answer to that. Don't call anyone on Earth Father. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know that we could answer it until until we ask a priest why they allow people to call them Father in a way that represents spiritual authority. Because obviously, we can call our dads Father. Jesus isn't saying that. He's speaking oh, to he's it not. in a way. He's speaking to, of it in a way of spiritual authority. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, that answers half of it. <laughs> so, you know, if there's a Catholic church in town, maybe you can walk in one day and just say, I have a, I have a question, I'm very curious. I called this guy on the radio, and he couldn't answer it because he's not a priest, but you're a priest, and I'm just wondering um, why, you, why you allow people to call you Father when Jesus said we're not supposed to. You know, and you could be very kind. It doesn't have to be argumentative it's just a, you're curious and and maybe it'll yeah. develop a conversation with the priest that that would lead to something even further as you as you read the bible and come to find out that many things that are taught within the catholic church don't line up with the scriptures right i know they write their um uh Catholicism, i think it's called yes. i can't remember i'm i have made my you know um uh, i was baptized in catechism union and composite mm-hmm confirmation and that, but I found that the uh, Southern Baptists were much more, um, the, the Catholic, and I'm not 
downing them. It's more of a ritual with the smoke and the and you know all the garb and the gowns where the Southern Baptists um, are allowed to marry, uh, which I think is a great thing. It would stop some of the molestation, I believe. Um, and uh, they read right from the Bible, and you know, and we sing songs and. Then afterwards, a lot of times we have lunch together, you know, and that's what he wants. He wants us to come to any of God's houses and fellowship. Yes. And I find that it's much easier to do with the Baptists than with the Catholics. So that's why my husband and I were reborn. Well, fantastic. It's a great choice to experience being born again as Jesus taught. Yes, yes. You bet. It was wonderful. And I could actually tell you... uh, there are about a hundred things that I know that God, through and Jesus, there are love. I I can name at least fifty. Wow! But I know there are hundreds or thousands of things that they have helped me with that I don't even know. Well, that's wonderful. What a great what a great testimony. You know, I have a friend that is in uh, Baltimore. He's planting a brand new church in Baltimore. Uh, he, Where at? Yeah, I, I, I just said this recently. Let me, um, it's, his website is Baltimore Church, so that, that's easy to remember. Uh, uh-huh. And his name is Josh Taransky, so I'm looking up at his um, website here, and, okay. So you want to know something funny? What? When um, it was um, John... I can't think of his last name right now, but um, he talked about the agape love. Yes. And he's the one that actually married us. Oh, wow. Um, and he said that we were married on a Saturday evening, and he said his work was finished here, and Sunday would be his last, you know, session there. Yes. And um, so we uh, were married, and we packed the church, I mean, the church, standing room only, thank God. And we went on our honeymoon, and when we came back, I asked if I could have my seat moved a little more forward in the plane. My husband and I were sitting different places. Okay. And um, I sat down in an aisle seat, and I started speaking to the gentleman next to me, and he was the pastor that was taking John's place. Oh, wow. That's great. And John had talked about him. And told him that we had both had blonde hair, and my husband had a blonde mustache. Well, <laughs> I had blonde hair. My husband has really nice red hair and red okay. mustache. But you know, I thought that's you know. So, so let me ask you a question. for me to sit next to him. Let, let and, me ask you a question. And Don you ready? had spoke to, about oh, us. Oh, so, <laughs> what part of what part of Baltimore do you live in? Uh, Baltimore County. It's a little town called okay. Essex. So I'm looking at a map here. I see Pigtown. I see South Baltimore. I see Inner yeah, Harbor. That's more in ba- yeah, that's in um, the city. We do okay. live in the county. So he's in Fells Point. He's my friend of mine from California is pastoring in Fells Point. Yeah, you were just talking to a gentleman about yeah. that. Yeah. Yes. So that's pretty cool. Well, thanks for calling. Okay. All righty. Thank you for your help. All right. And I hope you and your family have a happy, healthy, prosperous, blessed New Year. Thank you. Bye-bye. 303-690-3000. If you want information on Haven City Church, you guys in Baltimore, uh, that's in Fells Point, 710 South Ann Street, go to baltimorechurch.com. baltimorechurch.com.
Com. Pastor Josh Taransky, 303-690-3000. Taking your calls and questions, and let's see where we are. We are on the next one. Darcy in North Glen, Colorado. Darcy, welcome to the program. Hi. Hey, it sounds like it's a hard time for you right now. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Yeah, I, um, I don't know. Yeah, it's really hard. It's really hard, you know. You watch movies, and sometimes in the movie, the guy keeps on getting hit, and you're like, just stop getting up, you know? Yes. And I was talking to my daughter the other day, and I actually had that thought mm. about my son. I can't believe I had that thought. You know what I mean? It's yes. like he got in a head-on collision when he was 17, and he almost died, and the doctor congratulated me out of three accidents, seven kids. You're the only one not on drugs and alcohol. You know, it was just an accident. And how proud I was of him and how, you know, devastating at the same time. And then, and then he got shot in the heart by his wife two years ago. And I called you guys back then. Yes. That was the first time I'd ever called you. To, I didn't know how to relate to him, and we weren't talking. And um, since then, he, he just kind of went off the deep end, and I never really got my boy back after that, not really. And then he started... Um, coughing and he was having some blood and and um, I guess a bullet bought him two years really because they had to sew up an artery in the heart and otherwise they would have been looking probably for gastrointestinal stuff or you know acid reflux ulcer or something okay but said uh, about the heart maybe we should just start there so they did a MRI and they found a tumor on the valve of his heart okay and they um, did a biopsy and it came back malignant, inoperable. And um, they gave him two years. He's in stage four, mm. and he lost everything yeah. after he got shot. His job he'd worked for for eight years. I mean, what nineteen-year-old keeps the same job for eight years? You know what I mean? And um, we're going Friday to get him from. Wyoming, um, and to bring him here, because I think inoperable in Wyoming might be one thing, but hopefully in Denver, you know, they just know things here that they probably don't there, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's my prayer. Anyway, so that's my prayer request for him, is that, you know, science would find some way of, of helping him or, or whatever. My request for me is... Uh, me and my daughter don't know what to say, don't know how to act, don't know what's good for him or bad for him. And I know they have, like, survivor groups for cancer, you know, people who've gone through cancer. Yes. Do they have groups for people who are going through it with a place me and my daughter could go for the living? He's not dead yet. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know yes. how to word it. No, you're right. They do. They, there are groups to come alongside and support uh, what city do you live in? I live in North Glen. Say that again? North Glen. North Glen, we did see that. Uh, we have a group here in Aurora. I know it's a little bit of a drive, but... Uh, yeah, I can't, I can't, there's no way I can't go that far. Uh, so why don't you, why don't you call my friend? Um, I'm going to give you two phone numbers. Are you ready? Yeah. All right, so let me look it up for you. First, I'm going to look at Legacy Christian Fellowship, and um, I want you to call... Uh, Pastor John Nunnally or his team there. And okay. His number is 303 
he's he's in North Glen. He's on Hoffman Way, and their number is three zero three nine four zero seven two four five. And then the other one I want you to call is Calvary Westminster, and just ask him what kind of if 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 they have something or they know somewhere if they don't that they you know because they're connected with the community there um, that would be able to to give you some direction for a little bit more um, a little bit more support in this trial. It's so Calvary Westminster is three zero three two two three four six four zero. Okay. And let me pray for you. Father, I pray for my sister as she wrestles with the reality of, of, you know, just feeling like it's one blow after another. And now her boy with cancer and and her need to be supported, you know, it's a person can only take so much, God. And you you give the way of escape. So I pray that you would give this sister the way of escape, that she might grow in her faith in you, that Darcy would find her dependence upon you, that you would um, encourage her and strengthen her as she sees some of the most difficult situation that she's ever faced. And I pray that you would help her, Lord, to, um, to be in, um, in connection with you in these, these um, phone calls that she's going to make, that you would open doors to find her the kind of support in the body of Christ that she's looking for and that she needs, really, Maybe not even what she's looking for, but what she needs. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, Darcy, see you later. Here's a text question. When is it time to leave a church? If leadership is not persuaded, do we stay as a light to be used or go where scriptures are the unconditional foundation to feed and serve? Thanks, brother. Well, by the, you know, it's hard to answer this by text, but by the way you couch the question, it sounds like you already know the answer to your question, that it is time to move on and that you do need to find a fellowship family where the Bible is the unconditional foundation to feed and serve. Um, and, and so while I can't, I can't really answer when is it time, for you, it sounds like it's time. 303 <clears throat> Let's go on to Baltimore again. Dustin's calling from Baltimore. Dustin, welcome to the program. Hi, uh, Pastor. How's your day? My day's good. What's up? Oh, not too much. It's going to be 70 tomorrow, so at least the cold's uh, out of here. <laughs> it's snowing here. It's snowing sideways, they said. Oh, no. How many inches did you get? Uh, you know, Colorado's different, you know, especially these spring showers because or spring snow. It's it's heavy, wet stuff like you guys get, uh, but it mel- right. usually melts the next day. So I think they said two to three inches tonight. Oh, well, that ain't too bad. It could be worse, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> then the sun comes out and melts it the next day. It's beautiful. Exactly, exactly. What can I Crazy do for you? Oh, uh, yeah, a question. Uh, the Song of Solomon. Yes? It says uh, in verse 5, I am black but calmly, O ye daughters of Jerusalem, as the tents of cedar, and as the uh, curtains of Solomon. Look not upon me, because I'm black, because the sun hath looked upon me. My mother's children are angry with me. They made me the keeper of the vineyards. Um, is that referring to his skin color, or and if so, is that referring to the Jewish African race, or is it just because they were dark? Back in the Middle East, yeah, this is this is referring to the Shulamite or the woman, and she is saying that she has dark skin. 
this is the woman. I thought yep. this was Solomon himself. Nope. Oh, oh, okay, oh, okay, I got you, I got you. Yeah, and it yeah. just refers to the darkness of the skin. Oh, okay, okay. Is that is is that the all uh, one? Uh, uh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I, I'm thinking of um, what was it, Abraham or Moses or something like that, where or uh, that um, uh, uh, woman was uh, either dark or 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 tannish, and uh, God uh, turned her uh, black. Has nothing or, to do with that at all. That, that doesn't exist. Like that. Yeah, not not even in the Bible. That doesn't exist. This just is referring to a woman uh, that is dark-skinned, perhaps from African descent, uh, uh-huh. that was attractive to Solomon. Oh, oh, okay. I got you. I got you. Right on. God bless oh. you, man. Okay. Okay, Thank bye-bye. Thank you very much, Pastor. You have a good day. You're welcome. 303-690-3000 is the number. Uh, wow, let's go to... Man, we're getting all kinds of East Coast calls. I love it. Joe is calling from Glen Burnie, Maryland. Joe, welcome to the program. Hey, Pastor Ed. How you doing today, sir? I'm doing great. What's going on? Oh, no, hold on. Um, I talked to you, I, I know I called probably several months back. I don't exactly remember when. Okay. And uh, we had talked about, uh, I think at the time I was talking about praying for me for, for me to meet a Christian woman and, and be married. And I know you had prayed for me. We talked a little bit about that. And today... Um, I wasn't really thinking about this, uh, and, and uh, I guess in all actual reality, as of late, I've kind of come to peace with my singleness and just, you know, following the Lord and trusting God to meet my needs. And I, I don't know, I've, 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 I think the last time I called you, I was kind of troubled by it, but lately I've been kind of at peace with my life and, and just trusting in the Lord and, you know, That's great. letting Him bless, bless me. But um, today I went to go get my son from school, and uh, me, you know, me and his mother are not a couple, and we co-parent in separate homes. And uh, we were, t- I was talking to my son about Easter, and, and I asked him what Easter meant, and you know, he was telling me, uh, you know, because I've shared Christ with him, and I've taken him to my church. Um, I go to Calvary Chapel, um, Calvary Chapel Church of Anne Arundel County here in Glen Burnie, and okay. I have a wonderful church home, and wonderful pastor and, and, and brothers and sisters in Christ. So I've taken him there, and I've shared the gospel of Christ with him and talked to him about accepting Christ as a Savior. He understands that. So as we were talking and stuff, you know, we, we were just having, like, general conversation after that, and I looked up in the, uh, kind of, like, glanced in the rearview mirror, and I saw tears in his eyes, and mm-hmm. I, I said to him, you know, what's wrong, buddy, you know, and why are you crying? And it just kind of chokes me up a little bit, too, because he was saying to me that, um, he wishes, this is going back to the marriage thing, he says, I wish me, you, and Mommy were a family and together all the time. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, oh. And, you know, it's like, you know, it's not something, um, I, it's not something that I really think about because, you know, I, I'm not sure where my son's mother's stance is with Christ or salvation or being saved. I know I've talked to my pastor about it and starts reconciliation. His advice to me was if she's not, you know, if she's not, you know, doesn't have Christ in her heart and she's not saved or living for the Lord, you know, then he said, I wouldn't recommend that. And his words kind of rang through my mind as my son was telling me this and I was thinking about it. And I told my son that when we got home, you know, I said, we'll, we'll, we'll sit down and say our prayer, which we did. 
And I just, you know, my, my prayer was to Jesus was that, you know, if it be your will, God, you know. Yes. And I, I, I even explained to my son, you know, when we say this prayer, you know, this God may not answer the prayer right away, or he may not answer it the way we think, he, you know, that we just have to put our trust. I explained to him, you know, right. that God's, God's will be done. And it, it just kind of, it was kind of like a curveball thing with me today and my son. And, you know, he, he cheered up, you know, afterwards. And I, good. You know, I had a good talk with him. Good. But, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of what I wanted to talk to you about today, because it's like... Um, you know, my desire would be to be with his mother as well and be married and for us to be a family, but I, I just... Is that her desire? No. <laughs> no, I don't think it is. All right. Well, I think your pastor gave good counsel, you know, yes. about being unbeliever in it, and, and and if it's not her desire, then just let the emotion uh, fly right through you. It's okay to have okay. an emotion for the mother of your child. It's a good thing for you to love her and to care for her right. and to think, you know, to pray the best in her. Uh, but in this season of your life right now, man, you got to let her go. No, no, no. I, I, um, Pastor, I, 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 I have. That's the thing okay. about it. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it just kind of what it kind of brought back the, the 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 thought of what I talked to you about several months ago sure. when I, you know, prayed for the desire of a wife because I wasn't even really thinking about I got that. It. Got it. And, and then when he when he said that, I was thinking, yeah. wow. Okay. You know, may, maybe is this. God's will. I mean, you know, it's 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 just my son, I guess, expressing his heart. Yes, and, and it's difficult. And, you know, you you know, it, we don't we don't think through this, but the reality of the consequence of divorce, the consequence the, of that particular sin, affects our children. And well, you you know what, uh, Pastor? In all honesty, we were never married. We had a child uh, out okay. of wedlock. Okay. And we were in a relationship. Uh, you know. So all of the uh, above. You know, all of the above. Your your son has has desires and thoughts that, that are real and good. And, and as you continue to live in contentment, like Adam, God will bring you the right woman. Just be right. patient. Oh, you, you, you know, um, Pastor, uh, that's what I was going to tell you, is, is it's like I wrestled so much with, like, almost at one point, I, I mean, honestly, even kind of getting angry with God, going, okay, you know, is this like, is this like, you know, I'm, I'm thinking these, of course, this is the flesh and me speaking or thinking, you know, like, are you angry at me? Are you punishing me? Is this, you know, yeah, but I mean, it's, I know that's not, that's not of the spirit. So yeah, and it's not but true, I, but it's, it's okay to process it. It's okay to ask the question and then answer it with the truth. No, he's not right. punishing you. Uh, yes. We are suffering the consequences of our own bad decisions. And I know I've made I've made enough of those, but I you know the one thing, and I've shared this with my pastor as well. Good. And I tell this to some people, and they either laugh at me, make fun of me, or tell me I'm nuts or crazy. But you know, I've been four years celibate, and okay. I, that's praise the Lord. That's part of my that's yeah, absolutely. That's part of my faith faithfulness. I try to explain that to people. It's like you know, I'm celibate because I'm trusting in Christ to bless me with a wife. And I've, I've already made enough mistakes in my life, and I don't want to go back to that sin. Right. You know, I mean, some people have drug addiction or some people have alcohol. You know, I guess at one time sex was, or being promiscuous was, was my sin of choice. And sure. uh, I, I just, I, I don't want to go back there. I, I, I want to look for, forward to blessings in God. And I trust Jesus, and I, I know that he's going to bless me. I know that. So. He is, and he is currently blessing you. But thanks, we got to go because we're coming up to the end of the show. So thanks for your call, bro. Hey, God bless you, sir. Thank Bye-bye. you so much.
Hey, so appreciate everybody calling in from the East Coast. Um, always looking for those Truth FM callers. I haven't yet to get a Truth FM call. So if you're listening on Truth FM, we've gotten feedback from our Bible study, Abounding Grace, from Truth FM, but not from Calvary Live yet. So give us a call. Uh, we'd love to be a part of your life. And uh, such great calls today. What a great show. What an honor to serve you. Hey, Paul, this is a shout out to Paul in Cleveland. I know you're commuting. I saw your text. I'm glad you're listening on the app. Um, blessed to serve you, my brother, uh, and just encouraged by all that God is doing in your life uh, and, and how you've persevered, my friend. Uh, God has just really strengthened you uh, to persevere. Uh, so we're, we're going to be back tomorrow, Lord willing, um, and we're going to be looking at the... <clears throat> um, we're going to be talking about whatever the Lord wants us to be talking about, uh, growing in God's grace. What an honor. What a blessing to be used of the Lord. So be sure to come to church tonight. We're in 2 Kings. We're going to talk about keeping your ministry edge sharp. This is the time in Elisha's ministry where the axe head fell in the water. It's a great study. And we're going to have special music. I forgot, I forgot. Terry and Nancy Clark are here tonight. Terry and Nancy Clark are special worship. Time in the Word, communion, prayer, got to be here at Calvary Aurora. Go to calvaryaurora.org. Everything starts at 7. See you then. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.